0: Welcome to the Menlo Midweek Podcast, where we are getting some extra time with the speaker from last Sunday's message to go a little deeper, get some extra thoughts about the message, and get a behind-the-scenes look at their teaching process.
1: We're your hosts, Mark and Jess. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Menlo Midweek. Welcome, everybody, to Menlo Midweek. My name is Mark.
0: My name is Jessica. And today we have
1: Pastor Adam Hendricks with us.
2: Hello, everyone. Good to be back. We're so glad to have you back.
1: Thanks. You are the young hip pastor on staff. Yeah.
2: Sometimes yeah.
1: Sometimes you identify as the singing pastor, mm-hmm. uh,
2: the funny pastor. Oh, yeah. Which pastor are you today? <laughs> uh, currently, I'm the physically exhausted pastor. <laughs> <laughs> we, we put our three-year-old in a big boy bed. Oh, yeah. And this morning at 5.30, he started waking up. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Mommy, put a mat, took my mask off. He was having a dream. oh <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, Mommy went in there and he said, No, Mommy's allowed.
0: <laughs> oh my God. So I
2: was in there with him from five thirty a m to now. so here I am, that kid. exhausted pastor. Your
0: your wife sent me a, a picture of him getting ready for bed, and the joy on his oh, face yeah, yeah. to be able to sleep in a big boy bed was just, it, it was made great. my whole day. It was, it was great.
2: great. Yeah, just imagine when Mark actually gets to sleep in a big boy bed, how excited <laughs> he'll be. What a milestone moment.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you might be listening and thinking, wait a second, it's not Wednesday? Why is this episode happening? Well, we are launching a new series this Sunday called Colossians, colon, following jesus and adam is here because he and cheryl fletcher um kind of made this series what it is kind of shaped it and what it's going to look like and so we thought this would be a fun opportunity to talk to you and hear a little bit about what's coming up the next eight seven eight weeks eight weeks yeah um and what what it's gonna all look like
2: yeah well yeah cheryl and i had some help um from our friend the apostle paul to write this one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, dad joke. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about this one. You know, uh, some sometimes we do series that are uh, topical or we try to create like a – uh, I don't know like a catchy type title, mm-hmm. and we just thought this one let's just be straightforward yeah. we're going to look at the book of Colossians um through eight weeks and it's very, very relevant to our culture and also our church season that we're in hmm. and Colossians is one of the most like christ christocentric christ centered books of the Bible, and I am just so stoked um, and, and one of my my reasons for being so excited is because I feel like the church, if you, you know, you two or myself, we'd ask our friends, what are Christians known for mm-hmm. in, our, in the culture today? Mm-hmm. What is the church currently known for? We'd get so many different answers. and
0: Mostly negative ones. Too.
2: <laughs> well, yes, I think so. <laughs> and I'm just curious how many people would actually say, you know, Christians are known for being like Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's such a basic, like simple thing. But my one... Desire truly, my one desire for the church, Menlo Church, but also the big church for the rest of our lives. Would so we would return back to being like Christ centered? That we'd be about Jesus more than growing our churches, more than uh, political stances, but we would be uh, all about Jesus. So we thought this uh, this book would be a great way to have that conversation.
1: And what is it about following Jesus that is so exciting? that you want to be in that space for eight full Mm.
2: weeks. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think, you know, we don't always say our mission aloud, but our mission is to help people find and follow (laughs) Jesus, which is, uh, I think some people say, isn't that the mission of like every single church? And of course it is, but uh, we want to sort of circle that and tons of highlighters and just say let's not forget this is why we're here mm-hmm. and so we've had a lot going on at the church in the last three years uh pandemic and different things and now we don't have a senior pastor and there can be a tendency for us to um to want to blame different uh, issues or focus on different things and we just want to get back to this is this is what it's about. It's about following Jesus. So uh, I think that's worth eight weeks, but also I'm just excited because we're going to talk about uh, what does it mean to study the Bible, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is another sort of basic thing in Christianity. But I think um, if we were honest with ourselves, how many of us that go to church weekly, uh, how are we doing as far as like studying the Bible every day? I'm I'm curious.
0: Yeah. One um, cool new thing that we are launching at Menlo is a series resource page. So mm-hmm. you can go to, um, I think it'll be Church slash Colossians yeah. and everything is going to be there from the sermon to the podcast links to, um, life group study guides and all that kind of stuff. And another thing on there is also going to be a resource for how to study the Bible. Mm. And so, yes. um, Adam, why, why, <laughs> like, why <laughs> yeah. did that come out of this?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, it, there's a a need and a desire for us to sort of get back to some of these basics. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'll I'll talk to folks that have been in church their entire life or, you know, are are doing well with their faith to a certain degree. Uh, But when we talk about the Bible, either they're not uh, very aware of how to do that uh, on a daily basis or uh, they get lost or, you know. And the Bible is such a complicated and misunderstood (laughs) Thing, and so we just thought it'd be really cool to talk in very clear terms. This is how you study the Bible, and and Cheryl and I both sort of uh, learn how to study Scripture in similar contexts at our college ministries, and so part of what will be laid out is is uh, how we both have a similar way of studying. Scripture, mm. uh, so I'm excited about that. So, uh, just curious question for you guys. I'm I'm gonna make myself podcast host. I'm the captain now. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, like, how, what would you guys say? Like, how are you with reading the Bible? Like, is that hard for you? Do you get excited about it? Where are you at currently with that?
1: I'll go through different seasons. Sometimes okay. it's just something that I I do and I really love and enjoy. Other times it's something that it feels like. A workout that I have to go through and like prep, like, okay, I I know I should do this. Maybe I'm not doing it as often as I need to. I think there's a difference for me personally in doing a morning devotional and then actually reading the Bible. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So my morning routine is typically like, first thing I'll do is click open like the Bible app and just go through that Bible study in the morning. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm always kind of trying to do that, but I don't really see that as the same thing as reading the Bible. Yep, I think the, like a Bible study or reading the Bible is something that I'm spending more time in, mm-hmm. or just creating a different space. I'm, it's it's less about how I'm trying to apply it to my life in that moment, and more about just learning lessons that have been passed down from people to people, and whether I apply that or not. That's it's sure sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. And what I've I've learned from Matt Summers, who used to be the online pastor here, now he's the campus pastor at Mountain View, is that the liturgical common book of prayer Mm I find that really helpful because it's a guide there's different um, there's different scripture passages different prayers that are already like laid out and so I've I actually texted Jess this I don't know about a month or so ago she's saying hey I'm trying to make this a morning rhythm Mm -hmm. can you help me in that when I get to work and hold me accountable and so for the last month I've done okay at it I was in the process of moving so Mm -hmm. obviously like it got packed away in a book and Jess
0: kind of forgot to keep asking if Mm -hmm. you were doing
1: it It's Jess's fault. Yep. That's a great accountability partner is someone that just takes all the blame and holds me (laughs) not accountable at all. It's my fault that you're not doing it. Yes. So that's kind of where I'm at with it now. What about for you, Jess?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll be perfectly honest and I'm going to be honest because I'm thinking people can relate to this. Yeah. I don't read the Bible enough. And Mm. the two things I think I struggle with the most when it comes to like my relationship with Jesus is reading the Bible and praying and Mm -hmm. Hmm. praying in the sense of like sitting down and actually like praying. I think I do a lot more of like conversational, which is totally fine. Um, But all that to say, that is definitely something that I struggle with. And part of it is just the morning routine. Mm -hmm. Like I'm slowly waking up, I've got my puppy and
2: Mm -hmm.
0: obviously Mm -hmm. lists of excuses. But when I do actually like read the Bible, um, for me, what actually is the best is community. I oh, like great. to oh, do like Bible studies with friends. Um, I'm in a newer one and it's been hard to kind of meet obviously because of summer and stuff. And we're about to like kind of restart next week for me. I like to read. And then I have like the study Bible that has some different context stuff. I also got the cultural study background Bible, which mm-hmm. I'm excited to mm. like dig into. Cause that stuff is what really fascinates me when you learn about the history of like, Yes. Why yeah. was it described this way, and what was happening at the same yes. time? Like that stuff, super fascinating to me. But then it's like, I I've maybe learned things here and there. But then I go to group and like asking, they uh, they ask questions and they they found something completely different yeah, that yeah, they read, yeah, yeah. and I'm yes. like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think of it that way. So that for me is usually the best way that I like study and learn is like through other people.
2: Yeah. Um. That's so and, good. And
0: and then yeah, just like the study Bibles and. Um, that kind of stuff. Yeah,
2: uh, that's great. And I, I appreciate your honesty. And I think that, <laughs> is, that is the reality. And it's like, there's no shame or guilt in that. Right. Of course, there's no condemnation. But I think oftentimes it is the simple disciplines that most people listening to this and ourselves, it's like, yeah, they, we just need to be reminded that those are some of the easiest ways to connect to Christ. And I think some of the distinguishers you guys made is important. Um, we're specifically going to push people to study the Bible, Mm -hmm. which is a little different than like sort of meditating on it or devotional type pieces, which are so cool too. That's probably my personal favorite way of engaging with scripture is to take a small portion and sort of soak in it, you know, um, maybe pray in it, do a centering prayer or meditate on it. Uh, But we're going to look at ways that we can actually study the Bible going deeper into the cultural uh, background and then observe The text and see how it applies to us. And and I think the community piece is great. I think that's another Mm. shout out to people that are in small groups or, um, yeah, do this Colossian study with others. That's how Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see different perspectives. So that's great.
1: Do you identify as a Bible reader?
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, I do. I do. I, I think I have... Three, you know, as we we're talking about, there's just three pieces that pop out to me. I do meditate on scripture a fair amount. That's that's pretty consistent for me, and I think I have the it's the privilege, but also the uh, it, it can be a hindrance of I study the Bible literally every week to mm-hmm. for my job. Yeah. So I'm I'm in a lot of these uh, commentaries or. Yeah. And so I think what I need to work on, and I'll be excited for the series, is just to do that for my own personal growth. Mm. You know, I don't do that a whole lot anymore. And so yeah. uh, there's a difference when it's just me studying for uh, my own uh, knowledge. So yeah, definitely something I'm looking forward to learning, uh growing in together.
1: And what I thought was interesting, and I think this is true for you too because Mm. i am calling back a conversation where you actually bought yourself a coffee maker that starts at like five in the morning so you would wake Mm -hmm. up and then study the Mm. bible right when you wake up Mm -hmm. i think it's interesting that we all said like it's one of the first things that we do in the morning Mm. is that something that you would recommend or as we're going through this series would you give other recommendations on when or
2: yeah 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 i mean i am i'm a morning person so i have to put that Mm. bias out there but yeah i i think um (laughs) for that's just how it's always worked for me because Mm -hmm. if you start out that day and you uh not only are you sort of (laughs) knocking it out quote unquote but also uh you're thinking about it and you are sort of um meditating on it the rest of the day so i think that's a great time to do it Mm -hmm. um but yeah i know other people that last thing before they go to bed is Mm -hmm. sort of their bible study time i tried that when I was younger, and I just always fall asleep. Yep, so. <laughs> yep. I'm right with you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But
2: that's a good question. I th- I think it is good to have your spot, to have your time, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. Something else I just want to throw in there about this series that connects to this is we're going to talk about following Jesus, and I think it connects to Bible studies. Like a lot of times we think of following Jesus, so we're going to use an image. Spoiler alert of a hamster wheel, mm-hmm. and sometimes, especially in the Bay Area, we are strivers, we are achievers. And we can think of following Jesus as like, I'm running after Jesus, constantly trying to catch up with mm-hmm. him. Um, and what Paul uses a lot in this book is actually a concept of following Jesus as sort of a witness of losing yourself, as opposed to like chasing him, endless striving. And so, even as we think in the context of Bible study, for us to think about uh, like we said earlier, there's no guilt or shame in that. It's not like if I do enough Bible study, then I'll be a good Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do that in order that we can lose ourselves in him and mm-hmm. be hidden in him. And so we're going to use an image of a vine and just how a branch loses itself in the vine. Um, you know, Paul talks about being hidden in Christ as we center our lives on him. So, yeah, that's going to be a, a, in, in some interesting images we use in this series.
0: One thing you you know, going back to your last question, Mark, asking about the time of day kind of thing i I'm also a morning person, so that's mm. usually the best time of day for me as well and I've had conversations with people that they just it's so hard for them to do it first thing in the morning, mm. and they get so mad at themselves for not being able to do it, and even like you're saying, like it's a great way to start your day, absolutely, but it's not for everybody, like that's not right. everybody is a morning person, most people aren't. I would probably say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and I think sometimes. Also with that shame piece of like, I just wish that I could, I'm going to force myself to read the Bible. Well, then you're like angry when Mm -hmm. you're studying it Mm -hmm. and you're, or you're Mm -hmm. really, really Mm -hmm. tired and you're just not happy trying to do that. And so I would just encourage you like find what time does work for you. Maybe it's lunch. Maybe it's right after work. Maybe it's nighttime. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, is what's best for you. And that's what's important. And I think, too, I know i I struggle with this, but my roommate is good at it. She has like a really comfy chair in her room, and that's her space that's her
2: spot I and love
0: it. it's just it's she's not sitting on her bed, she's not you know in the chaos of the living room or whatever. It's her spot where she yeah. can designate love her it. connection with God, and so I think that's another important piece too, if you can, you know, finding that space that like this is where I sit to specifically connect with God and be separate from the rest of my room or my world or whatever um that because i know for me like if i just sit in bed i either like gonna fall back asleep or
2: mm-hmm. you know
0: if i and sometimes too is like doing it on your phone is easy and accessible but there's so much else on yeah, yeah. there right. it's mm-hmm. so distracting and mm-hmm. so even like when i do that i have tried to put my phone on do not disturb but just the like physical Bible is always so much better. I think when we actually like are able to use that. So that's just some like things I wanted to throw out there. That's great, yeah.
1: Awesome. Well, I'm super excited about this series and. I don't know if I'm more excited about the eight weeks of deep dive teaching, which mm. I think is going to be awesome, mm-hmm. or the giant hamster wheel that's going to be at Sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> so that's right. That's I don't our young college giant, and adults program. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that as well. Oh,
2: yeah, me too. Me too.
0: Is there going to be a hamster on it? Wow. Just add in a hamster preaching? costume. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Even better. Oh, they don't pay me enough to do that. Hamster, bro. Pastor. <laughs> hamster, hamster the, pastor. Hamster pastor. Hamster <laughs> pastor. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited too. I I think this is just going to We haven't done a series like this in a long time and I'm uh just excited to see how it lands with folks. And so uh as always any feedback you guys have on teaching and series uh just let us know you can send it to M at menlo.church <laughs> yep. and you know uh complaints um you know all those kind of things. We're happy to see uh find them. In Morenishi at complaints. M- can menlo.church complaints
0: <laughs> can go to C Fletcher at menlo.church <laughs>
1: awesome well thanks everyone hope that you're excited as we are and adam as always thank you for your heart and your posture mm. leading not only this group but our, our mm-hmm. church through this both those that are in person and those that are online yeah. so super excited and we'll be talking to you soon in a menlo midweek podcast
0: Whoop. see you Bye. bye, bye. Well, thanks so much for listening. And our hope is that this helps you connect deeper to Menlo Church throughout the week. We believe church doesn't just happen on Sundays. And this is just one of the ways you can connect with us and grow in your faith whenever and wherever you're listening.
1: We'd love to come alongside you in prayer to encourage you or walk through anything that you're going through. All you have to do is text our online team at 650-600-0402. Thanks again for tuning in. This was Menlo Midweek.